1: Hello! Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 116 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined, as always, by my mainest man and a member of the greatest wrestling team from 103 the to 145 that the United States has ever seen. Ever seen. The Easton Red Rovers. Willie Saylor is publicly calling you out, Nick Braschetta. He wants a match. I want a match with Bruschetta. I, it's I Bruschetta. Can you cut, want, can you say the kid's name Brichetta.
0: right? I want to turn back the hands of time. I want I want this so match to has, happen,
1: and then I want after him after he b- beats you to death, I want him to say. It's if you Brichetta. guys are
0: not, um, if you guys are not on the Twitter environment.
1: You gotta at so, least create a Twitter account, follow Willie at Flow, and you will be entertained because he says ridiculous stuff like that. His what team. What are you talking about? Um, you think your team is is actually the best from one hundred and three to one hundred and forty-five ever? And it's just uh, it's just I not. I do. It's just not. And I think it's. I think it's. Um. Stop, Willie. Come on. Now.
0: I mean, it's very. It's very. We're right there. You're
1: right there. Yeah. I mean, how? How are you right I mean, this, there? Is, I, this has been proven. There's people, there's people. All of them from Easton. That's not true. Well, Ian McCutcheon and you so far. No,
0: but there has been people that have nothing to do with Easton. They're like it's the Homer, the Ohio Homer Zeb. Like Jordan Crace, Jordan Crace's father who is from St. Paris Graham, who actually knows. Some of you guys are too young to uh, to know these, these yeah. old heads like me. Uh-huh.
1: All right, so Easton's the best team ever, from one hundred and three to one hundred and forty-five. Yes, Willie would been, Willie, Willie would beat Nick Bruschetta.
0: Uh, why is it? Why is that? The fact that you think that's like shocking or improbable makes me think that, like, it's uh, like you don't you know Nick Bruschetta's
1: name. You don't know. His, I don't. You don't know his name because it's Nick Bruschetta.
0: Bruschetta, jeez,
1: guy, all Americans three times. You don't know who he is.
0: Well, oh, I've been saying.
1: You didn't know who he was. I knew who he was before you did. Oh, well, first of all, you don't even know that because you haven't even known me that long. Secondly. Yeah. Secondly. <laughs> all right, so Willie, Willie was out of pocket well, last night
0: saying. I was that, not out of pocket. That, I mean, that was a good conversation. Listen, whether I'm wrong or right. Um, it was a good debate, right? It was a good. It was like a lot of history.
1: It's kind of right? yeah. I I learned a little bit. I feel it's like there's not, probably even better. I came up with a pretty tough St. Paris team, so, but I'm sure. So this is what happened. I'm sure, sure the better teams. Somebody was in the
0: Eastern wrestling room. I was actually Nico Camacho, a good heavyweight from Bethlehem Catholic, and he took a picture of the names on the wall, and I had never really thought about it before, but I said, "Hey, this might have been one of the greatest uh, 103 to 145 ever." And so other people started chiming in with, you know, this St. Ed's team or this Blair team or this St. Paris Grand team. And it was a really cool kind of turn back the clock, look at these lineup type things. It was fun. Yeah, Uh,
1: it was fun. I had fun. I had fun, Willie. I'm glad you had fun too. Um, So, yeah, we'll set that up. We'll set up that Bruschetta sailor match. We can get that going. Now,
0: Bruschetta was a sophomore in that
1: year's lineup. The uh the lineup – the lineup that they say He was he was actually he might have been on the bench his freshman year, which is crazy. Someone awesome was on the bench for Saint Paris Graham their freshman year behind someone good at one three. It might have been Nick. Might have been Might have been David Taylor.
0: No, I mean not no. not behind. Might have been David Taylor that was a starter and they couldn't beat David Taylor, is what yeah, I'm saying. I'm not sure. Um uh,
1: so I would have been a junior that year. Yeah, so you uh you were cutting a little bit of weight. All right, we're where do we want to go next? This, I read this interview with Matt Linland. Have you read this thing yet? Haven't read it yet. It, uh, I mean, Matt Linland is ins- an insanely interesting guy to me. Like he, he literally just says what he thinks, and I think it's it's awesome, and and refreshing. But he said, it, with that, you say some pretty interesting stuff. If that's kind of how you carry yourself, so I I am going to give a little plug here to 5pointmove.com I'm not familiar with this website. F-I-V-E F-I-V-E not the, not the digit They actually spell out the number 5pointmove.com uh, and there's an interview with Coach Linlin after the first Olympic Games qualifier and it's not just about that it's about a lot of things but he said a lot of interesting stuff one of them that stuck out stuck out to me maybe it stuck out it did stuck out it stuck right on out there was him talking about Jesse Thielke. If you haven't watched Thielke's match, he's wrestling an India guy, he's up kind of big, and then he just, like, falls apart and loses. And so he's... Coach Linlin's talking about what happened. He's saying, well, he had a great weight cut, weight cut, but he ate a bunch of junk food after to refuel his body, and that's why he didn't wrestle well. And I cannot believe that that could happen. No, me neither. Like... And I can't believe like if I'm a coach, I would never say that because No. Because like I get it, he's an adult, Jesse Thielke's an adult. But these guys are delusional. I mean you gotta yeah. you gotta be there. This is why we have like nutritionists and, and This is stuff. why mom cuts up orange slices. <laughs> Precisely, and packs those Capri sons. So that so little so that Jesse doesn't not, fill up with hobos and snickers. Yeah, and I'm sure like junk food's all relative, right? Like junk food to us is like you know, Swiss cake rolls, junk food to Jesse Thielke might be like white bread with peanut butter, you know, who knows. But it, anyways, I, I feel like, dang, man, we got to be like, don't, isn't that something we have to closely monitor? Like the, the nutrition. Yeah. After, when you're trying after...
0: to, when you're trying to qualify for the Olympics, that's it. Yeah.
1: Yep. So you do think that's important. Okay. So I was, I was interested to read that and I hope that there will be adjustments made here. Now, so the Greco draws are out, right? This, this is it, guys. This weekend, we'll find out how many Olympians we have. Still a shot at getting 18, but we've got six people going. Three Greco, two women's, and Frank Molinero for men's freestyle. So the Greco are first on Friday, and that'll mean Jesse Thielke, Rayvon Perkins, and Joe Rao. Um, and Jesse drew an Olympic bronze medalist in round one. That's ideal. Suboptimal. But hopefully, hopefully things go better. They 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 feel confident that that he can do it, that Rayvon can do it, and I hope that he can. What is Rayvon's road like? Did you see it? I just glanced at it. For I can't just look at a thing and and know really the ins and outs. But it sounds like it's yeah. a decent draw up to the quarters, according to Nomad, who would, Okay. who would probably know. So, uh, that's it. He said that. He also said that Colton Schultz is retired from folk style now. He won. No. Yeah, he said that. So, I guess Colton Schultz, if you don't know, is the truth. He is like a phenom. Didn't he beat? So, he was a freshman or eighth grader last year, right? He was an eighth grader last oh, year. He's a, oh, he was a freshman last year. Well, okay. I'm sorry. So, right now, he is a freshman. Yes, yes, yep. So, last year, he was an eighth grader. He mm-hmm. beat Jacob Seeley. Am I rem- Am I saying this? Did he beat Jacob Seeley last year? Mm, I don't know. Oh, sad. yes, yes. He beat oh. Jacob Seeley last year, who won Fargo Juniors, who just won um, Nationals for UWW Junior at 96. Colton Schultz beat him. This kid is, like, way ahead. If He's got a big fro. He's a big guy. He's really talented. Anyways. He's from Colorado, he's right? from so Colorado. And apparently he is just... I don't know if he's going to do some freestyle and He's the number one freshman. Number one freshman in the country at any weight. Uh, right. I mean, this this is a guy that could probably go anywhere to wrestle in college, but he is going the international route. I don't know if that means just Greco exclusively or if he's going to kind of mix freestyle and Greco. Hopefully both. Um, but anyways.
0: <laughs> you, wrote, you wrote this thing. Colin Schultz retired from Folkstyle at age 13. He's not 13. Is- I know, but... You know, it's called hyperbole. It makes it funny. So, hey, he um, he wanted to go to juniors, but he's too young. They won't
1: let him. Yeah, he's only nine, so he can't go. But hopefully next year, <laughs> he'll be in Akron, though. He'll be in Akron. Mhm. Gable will also be in Akron, right? Same I'm weight. So. Same weight though. Yeah, both wondering. styles. Yep. Oh my goodness. I Wait. mean, Colt will be both styles. I don't know. Gable probably won't. Gable probably just go Greco. I mean, freestyle. Um, so colton so anyways i bring this up because another point that coach lla made is he wants guys to not go the ncaa route post high school he wants them to go um just Greco exclusively so maybe i mean he he thinks that's the that's the path to getting more Greco medals and he's probably right about that wouldn't you say willie uh yeah i would say so i mean you can't um, you can't pull you can't pull i mean I think Dylan Ness in a way as good as he is is kind of proving it like you can't just pull a guy from the folk style ranks five years wrestling folk style and then just convert no, it, convert him to it's, Greco. And I
0: said that, yeah. It's five years of... Now, how come you say that? I agree 100%, by the way. But how can you say that when you always say that you always go to bat for the,
1: for the college guys that are coming out and doing free? Um, well, because they keep making world teams and winning world medals, I guess. Okay. Oh, what's the difference, with, what's the difference with? And then with Greco, they can't even. Style? And then with Greco, they can't qualify for the trials. So yeah. I mean, just because there, there's so much overlap with folk style and freestyle. Okay. True. But, uh,
0: but yeah, I mean, I was kind of the same thing with with Pico. I was okay with okay with it with Pico. I was actually pro uh, going pro, pro because pro. Uh, I just thought for Aaron Pico that was the best decision and. I don't know. College wrestling beats you up, man. But at the same time, I don't know. When when I first read those comments by Lin-Lin, um, I scoffed at it. Just because, man, we're just not having the success in Greco. I mean. You're so, asking- but that's why he's saying yeah, that's... But that's why, right? right. That's, why, that's right. But, I mean, on first glance, I'm like, you're asking kids to f- forego college to go a style that the United States isn't good at right
1: now. And, but maybe his point is that's how we get good. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's true. I think Greco is so specialized that you can't be, you can be halfway in freestyle game and, and convert and do well. But Greco, I don't think it's possible. So he wants guys to not go. He's saying, Hey, you can still get a college education and wrestle. Um, if you go the Greco route, now but it's tu- it's tough because guys do it. There has been guys that do that, right? right. But, but Michigan, that's what they are, right? But th- the thing is, it basically limits you to like three schools. You can't go to Northwestern or Stanford, and get a Greco degree. I mean, so
0: so what are you suggesting? They go to Northwestern anyway, but don't wrestle
1: on the team and train Greco? No, I'm saying, Linland's um. Solution is hey go to Northern Michigan come to Colorado Springs and get an education. Well, yeah, you can do that, but I'm saying the education you get is not as good. You can't get a Stanford degree and train Greco. Whereas if I'm a folk style wrestler, I can get a Stanford degree or a Northwestern degree, a, ha- a Cornell, Princeton degree, and wrestle folk style. You don't you don't see the the educational disparity there, Willie? Yeah, that's exactly my point. I'm saying, what's well, then, your point? What's Linland's point? Well, I'm saying that's a point that he's not acknowledging. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, he, yeah, yes, yes. You can do this, but it's at the cost of right. Uh, you get subpar education. So, mm. and, and also, you know, my, another thing I have is that that I believe w- winning an Olympic medal, an Olympic gold medal, is the pinnacle of the sport. That that is acknowledged. But winning the Olympics. Is not some ticket to wealth, fame, <laughs> fortune, success, etc. Um, th- that's just not the case. I know. I,
0: I, so far, I far more you put all your eggs in that basket. Well, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna sacrifice my education and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna train Greco full time and win medals. Okay, and then what? Right. And then when your wrestling days are done, what do you do? Yeah, what do you do with your your, your sociology? Ben Askren, ben Askren
1: was an Olympian. He earned $18,000 that year. Right. And he was, at the time, uh, the most marketable athlete in our sport. Yeah. At that time in 2008 when Askren made the team. So now it's a different uh, – fortunately, I think we can say it's a different era now and things are improving in that regard. And we have more wrestlers that are making a living off being wrestlers that aren't even necessarily – making world teams not in Greco but in freestyle at least that's the case so it's maybe that climate is improving but I mean that's best case scenario Willie like I I dedicate everything to winning Olympic medals I go the Greco route, I go the freestyle route I win a medal at the Olympics well some what if you don't win a medal? I mean that's an option too you don't win a medal and then you mm. foregone this uh, a quality education. And then mm-hmm. you're kind of left really empty-handed, so uh, it, it's a tough decision that that these guys have to make. And I think just just saying, "Well, do you want to win an Olympic medal or do you want to win a, a age level tournament?" I think that's a little dismissive and not really. That's well, yeah. Hey, you're, listen, not talk, you're not Lin-Lin's, putting the big picture. Lin-Lin's an, Lin-Lin's an awesome dude. I love that dude,
0: but he's been I great. Think I I love him, but when when he's saying those things, he's he's being a little. He's trying to encourage people to do the what's best, <laughs> so that his team performs right, and maybe not the best thing in their interest.
1: Right, right. And and the same could be said for, you know, a lot. I mean, guys that want him to go the freestyle route, route, keep like mixing those words. The up. best thing, really, the best thing for all wrestlers
0: would be if there was some greater monetary system, right pl-
1: place. Well, let's hope that continues to improve. It's getting better. It's getting better, but I think I think we're gonna see. I think Matt, Coach Lindon, is is going in the right direction. I think he he understands what he where the Greco team needs to improve and how they need to uh, acquire talent. He's talking about how we have like the most wrestlers of any country in the world. Like we have like five hundred thousand, whereas like the Iranians maybe have like fifteen to twenty. So he's. Uh, I think he's he's plugged in and he's been doing a, a nice job and uh, I think we'll start to see more fruits. Well isn't that it amazing? Don't you find it don't you find it amazing though
0: that countries like Azerbaijan and you can go ahead and say, Yeah, well they steal wrestlers from this country and that country yeah. But but <laughs> they're cadets their cadets kick butt, so I don't I don't wanna hear that noise. Uh Azerbaijan's the size of Maryland and they're amazing.
1: Right. Right. You know, it's a system. I I guess it's different. We're not there those guys aren't getting pulled in different directions either. Right. Oh, for sure. Okay. So that was that. I encourage you. Fivepointmove.com. You're welcome. You're welcome for the traffic bump. Courtesy F (laughs) R L. Sometimes we just we just give stuff out. Hey, you watched you watch Foxcatcher, Team Foxcatcher? I did. I when did when did that happen? That happened when I got home. No, when did it happen? It might have happened in a layover. It did. Uh, it's good, right? It's good. It's good. I tend to it's get this is the best one. I think so. I mean, what do you mean you think so? It's not even close. The, the ESPN one was good. No, it was not. It's pretty good. Wait, Willie, hey, you know what, buddy? Some people have different opinions. Like, you can't be. It's like you're arguing that country music is better than rap or something. It's like it's it's subjective, buddy. Calm down. It's not no. like a. It's not like comparing two wrestlers. That's not true. Yeah, it is true. It's actually, what better, oh, what, dumber, what movies, dumber, better? Dumber, what movie's dumber, better? What movies? Dumber Dumber, dumber Two. Uh, what's well? That's different.
0: Dumb, no, dumber. it's not. Why is it different? One was great. One was terrible. Uh, why is it
1: different? <laughs> why? Because, because, it's universally accepted. Whatever, it's not. Universal. Oh, whatever. You think you get like all artistic and stuff with it? You're Van like, Halen you're... or Van Hager? No, you're no, you're comparing Van like, Halen or Van Hager. You're comparing Godfather and Godfather Two. Right
0: no now. way! Oh my God! You would put that on that level? The The Thirty for Thirty was garbage. The movie was garbage. This one, Team Foxcatcher on Netflix.
1: Solid. Netflix. Uh,
0: Solid. They had all this footage. They were on site. I mean, it was chilling and creepy and awesome. And there were the the footage that they had, and it was really wrestling-esque. Right? The others kind of made it a sideshow backdrop. This is like footage of Dave Schultz wrestling, Danny Chade,
1: um, all these guys, Jordanoff, you know. How about him? How about that guy getting all the money? 80% Eighty percent of the Dupont estate. Do you think you they? Sh- do you think they hate him? How do you think they? that relationship is? Huh? Who's they? I don't know anyone around Foxcatcher. The Schultzes? I- what do the Schultz think about this guy taking eighty percent? Should have gave like forty or fifty percent to uh,
0: USA Wrestling. The bum. Yeah, he's not really a bum. Kind of. It's pretty good. Well, no, he's not a bum. I shouldn't say bum. But why should he give it
1: to USA Wrestling? Should or should have given him a shelter state or something. Yeah, I don't know. Is it? Oh, so it's, it's a little icky. But I don't. I don't blame him. I mean, I don't know how I feel about it. It's a. It's a little. It's a strange dynamic, though. Air being the heir of that guy, who did that thing to your best friend, right? Yeah. Like if. Yeah, this dude killed my best friend. uh I get all his money. Right, weird dynamic. But yes, I did think it was good. I, I, I struggle to watch those things. I had a hard time with them. And I'll just leave it at that. Um, but I powered through this one, and it, it was excellent. Great job. Glad to see uh, the story. From what it sounds like, the most accurate depiction. I mean, of what was Schultz's going on? There. Chil- Dave's children in oh, it. Oh my gosh, I can't. Let's not. Can't talk about the kids. Yeah. Um, so watch it. You gotta watch it. Watch it. Watch all it. this, all the other crap that you've seen
0: about Dave Schultz and Foxcatcher, just puts it to shame. No, not
1: one mention of Mark. He was yeah. in it briefly, but you didn't hear about. I mean, he no. was well, not in any way mentioned. Is he doing okay? He, was, I don't know. He was like on life support or something. No, I don't think he was on life support. He was in bad shape. Can, can you not sensationalize the health of of an Olympic champion? He was not on life support. He was. He had some sort of a. A spinal infection. So sensational. No, I I, I messed up. There was somebody else that was on life support. Uh the the Bellator fighter. I got two. No, there was another guy. The oh, the guy that was taking selfies. (laughs) No, no. All right, never mind. I'm not going to wait for you to rack your brain for this information. Okay. So yesterday, or Tuesday, I guess today's Thursday. We more or less glossed over the Ramos to UNC thing. So let's talk a little bit more about that fit for Tony. That move. I mean, it's, it's, it's iron ironic on, on multiple levels. One, these two wrestled in the trials semis, right? That was weird. Right. Cause then, cause they
0: like then hugged they, it off. Then and they had this big hug sesh and it was like, well, wow, they have, they have a lot of respect for each other. That's pretty cool. Right. And so <laughs> then it comes out. So they obviously were talking about it beforehand.
1: Yeah, you think? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, maybe. Uh, the Milwaukee Tools connection, right? That's like a, a, a thing in North Carolina. I'm pretty sure they sponsor Tony and, and Coleman as well. So he goes to UNC, but let's talk about about the fit. I think, personally, I mean, honest, uh, obviously Tony had a lot of success at Iowa, so Iowa is a great spot for Tony, but apparently that, that situation is no longer, wasn't salvageable.
0: Well... Hey, is Tony on staff, or is Tony... I, he's
1: on staff. I think he's, like, volunteer assistant. Well, that's not technically on staff. It's a, yeah, it is. It technically is on staff. Volunteer it's assistant. Not, it's not a paid position. Yeah, it is. The well, district. it's paid through the club. He, he's going to be on staff at UNC. He's going to be able to stand in the corner and coach guys. I don't, I don't know what you want. Mm. All right, well... That wasn't going to happen at Iowa, right? Right. So, right. there you go. Right. Um, so, so he goes to UNC. I, I think it's a good fit. I think Tony's going to love it at UNC. Yeah, Chapel I Chapel think... Hill rules... You ever been to Chapel Hill? No, I have not. It's tight. I mean, the whole triangle is really cool, right? Mm-hmm. NC State. I mean, I've been to Duke and, and NC State. So, you know the area, but Chapel Hill... Is really sweet. It's really cool. I think I think he's gonna like it there. A, a different look too, right? Because I mean, he'll bring that Iowa intensity, right? Well, they I mean, Bryce Hasseman's a pretty intense dude himself. I think I like the the balance. I don't know. I like opposition, right? Like Tony is so strong defensively, so good positionally, good hand fighter. Now you're gonna go to Coleman Scott, maybe one of the best lightweight leg attackers, offensive guys. In our country right now, I love the the balance there, right? I think that's I think that could be a potentially really good fit, mm-hmm. don't you? Do you not agree? Yeah, I like it. I mean, I would have never guessed in a million years that that would have been a landing spot, but I think it's best for both parties. Yeah, I think it's could be a I think it's gonna be a nice fit for for Tony. I think it's a good addition for UNC for sure, right? That's I mean that's good for them. I mean yeah. they already had a lightweight draw with Coleman but now you've got another guy and the kids love Tony coach brand said it kids kids love Tony Ramos
0: yeah yeah good fit for Tony I'm excited for him it's certainly different right I mean I don't know I, I, Iowa you know they got this um Midwestern they're hunting they're fishing and stuff and and Chapel Hill's more I don't. I don't know I think a Chapel Hill is a more um it's a word I'm looking for. Preppy. I don't want to say ritzy, but preppy, yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's a it's a difference for it's a change for him. Yeah. It'll be alright. Good job. I think that'll be cool. What do you got? what do you, what is this? Last last junior world Oh medal? yeah, so
1: I said the last junior world Greco medal was stolen thirteen, but it was actually Kuhn a year later in fourteen. So our drought's not that long. It's technically a one year drought for Greco because remember Kuhn did the, did the mock double, bron- double bronze. Double bronze. Paving the way. Inspiring athletes like Bilal Makov, the Russian mm-hmm. heavyweight.
0: I think that's what inspired him. I think that's. that's What's what he going to do?
1: What's Makov going to do this year? Uh, They should probably send him at both,
0: right? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, probably. No. Yes. I, I don't know. Who's their other option in Greco? Well, yeah, they send him in Greco, yes. Well, who's their option in Freestyle. I don't know
1: what happened to Gatsloff? He's going down, for real. To ninety-seven, he beat he beat uh won Kyle Snyder this year. You may have heard of him. Well, he beat him last year. He won a world. He beat him. No, he didn't. He, he wait. He at, who's the he in that situation? Gazlaw beat Snyder last year. Beat Snyder at Peter Streets. Well, that was two years ago. That was before. All right. Well, when did he beat him this year? He beat him at Medved or something. Oh, it was like two, three years ago when he beat him. Well, at does Bikish he beat Gadisov? Gatsalov? Yeah. I don't know. Does he beat Boltekayev? I don't know. Boltekayev. They need to test him. His nickname is the God of Thunder. Who <laughs> said it, I said that. That's up there with the Leopard of <laughs> Jabbar. It's not. It's not. It's not as good as the Leopard. No, of it's before, not as good because that's not the God of Thunder is not really original. <laughs> the leopard of Japan. The god of thunder. I don't know. I've seen it multiple times now. I'm not gonna tell him that's not his nickname, though. I might He's not Nick tell him. Of it's thunder. The god oh. of thunder. Kyle Snyder know. has no nicknames. Other than Snyderman, which is his Twitter. I don't even know if that's a nickname. God of thunder is not bad. It's not bad at all. All right. Hey. Hey. Uh, you gonna qualify? 65. We're qualifying all weights this weekend. I like to hear. We're not good
0: qualify. Well, on the real tip, that's not happening. Let's out. talk about this. Let's talk about Frank Molinero, 65 kilograms.
1: In Turkey. Turkey. If how por- many? Of got- keeps us from the team. He's basically a traitor. That's, just, <laughs> that's an act of treason. Hey, how many? You have to make the finals, correct? You Gotta make the finals.
0: Oh my goodness. Right. So, all right. So you gotta make the finals. How many guys? does Frank have to worry about? How many guys
1: in that bracket are, like, really good? Well, Ashirov of Kazakhstan is apparently good. He texts Frank. Um, where? Where? How? At, I don't know how. He beat him 12-2 in round one. This guy was a junior world bronze. In um, round one at what? Medved. Oh. Medved. All right. So, so there's that... him, there's Novachkov.
0: Um is the one? Safarian. Safarian's washed up.
1: Next topic. You you think he can't beat a guy? Right. I don't think he can beat Frank, no. Um Azamat Nurikayo He's apparently good. I'm I'm just reading Brock's article here.
0: No, there's listen, it's a big weight I only think there's about four guys that can beat Frank.
1: Let's hope they're on the other side of the bracket. It could happen because they don't balance the brackets. The morons. (laughs) (laughs) How does that make any sense at all? You can't even, like, throw the buys in different parts. No, put them all up top. I don't think it's an advantage. Jeez. Okay. Done. Hey, T.R.
0: Foley. T.R. Foley just tweeted us. Uh Uh-oh.
1: Does that mean he's listening? Mark Schultz is very sick, still in hospital, staph infection in spinal column. Oh, that's not good. I mean, I don't know what that means, but that doesn't sound good. Doesn't sound good. He's very sick. So, Mark Schultz is still very sick. That's sad. Thoughts and prayers to Mark Schultz. Hope he recovers soon. Um, But yeah, Greco is tomorrow. Tomorrow, but like at 3 a.m. or is that 3 a.m. tonight? I don't know. I'll be watching. 3 a.m. tonight. But that's because you, you sleep from like 2 p.m. to 8, and then you're up from like 8.30 to I've been I've 4. been all off
0: since I came back from Vegas. Since I came back from those fights, I've been all off. I mean, I, my sleeping patterns are horrible anyway. But, Terrible. Uh, then I did that freaking recruiting class ranking article that took two days. Took two
1: years off your life. Yeah. He said no less than 36 times, this ain't never getting done. I said it. He's, he's yeah. like, hey, this ain't getting done. This ain't getting hey, done.
0: It's not going to be done on time. It's not going
1: to be, be, be done. It's not going to be done. We have
0: time. a we have a meeting on Mondays where we set out the week, we plan out who's doing what and give assignments and okay, what do you have for this week and and hey, can you do this article and and I had recruiting rankings first thing Wednesday morning and then it was like this ain't going to happen. I This there's no way this is getting done on time. And somehow I I got it done but I was half dead.
1: Half dead. But now you're now you're here.
0: Alright, so Greco today, women. What do we got to qualify at? Kelsey?
1: Um yeah, Kelsey and, and Tamira. Yeah, Tamira. Man, I have no idea what those fields look like. I I'm not sure either. I, I feel very confident in Tamira. Tamira, yeah. I mean, I she was too. right there. I feel confident in Ravon. I think I think, you know, I'm not gonna say we're gonna qualify every way, but I think the ones we're most likely to qualify, I got Ravon, I think I really like his chances. I like Tamira, I like Frank. The others are gonna be tougher. The others th- I don't
0: see, here's the thing with Tamira, I don't I have no frame of reference who's in that bracket. I have no frame of reference worldwide. Well all I know is who the studs are that didn't qualify at that weight.
1: All I know is that I really like Tamira's skill set. I like that, but I also, you know, the, the field is going to be weaker, like, without question. So, yeah. I like Man, that. we need Frank to qualify. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it. Hey. Let's get it, Gorilla Hawk. Why do you now betray your home state of Pennsylvania by hating on the recruiting rankings?
0: Why? What are you talking You about? hate them. Oh, you hate it so hard. I much. hate
1: you. Penn State. <laughs> Yeah right. Uh, how you, come you got people furious
0: with you? I don't, I never understand. I never understand why people say, what, that I have any PA bias. It's ridiculous.
1: Well, come on. I mean, what, you, you you think PSU should be number one? Absolutely not. Under no circumstances should Penn then State. Then what are you talking about? Well, you are biased for Pennsylvania. No, I am That's not. Sure, maybe not. Maybe not so much in your work. Not so much in your rankings. Sometimes in your not very much in your rankings. Um not it's, very much, not at all. I mean one time you had Chance Marsteller ahead of Kyle Snyder and Aaron Pico. Mm, that was not for long. Huh? Not well for long. For like a year. But anyways. Um Regardless, NC State listen, Penn State fans. If you're whining. In a whining, plastic fan. Stop Kyle had lost to Jaden. Pico had lost to Heil. Oh, don't even give me a second. Jaden? Okay, so he loses to Jaden, who turned out to be okay. But first you of all, You he,
0: cannot say that
1: he turned out to be okay. That You can't... All right, no, no, listen. that That's not even my point. That's not my point. The point is, he lost to Jaden at a tournament. The chance never entered. Chance never won Fargo Juniors. Chance didn't go to these terms. He didn't wrestle these elite guys. Bo Jordan didn't go to any of them. Am I supposed to disregard how good Bo Jordan is? Uh, I would say Bo Jordan beat better guys in high school than Chance Marsteller did. And that's actually not arguable. And also, Chance went to U.W.W. or Fila Juniors and lost to guys. And
0: you didn't hold that against
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: When he was still cadet eligible, he also went to cadets. and. Well, Kyle Snyder also won Junior Worlds. But then, was- by, by that time, Kyle Snyder was ahead of him. All right, let's, all right. Ridiculous. Whatever. It was justifiable.
1: By only you. False. Not false. Go. Everyone I- in the world knew Snyder was better than Chance. Everyone else knew it but you.
0: No, it's not... That has nothing to do with it. And that had accomplished it. more. And that had accomplished
1: more. You hold a, a Jaden Cox loss from three years before against him when that that kid, was, that kid down the, the street... It was three years before at the time. It was like last summer. No, no, no. It was... He lost to him in like 2012. This was like the 2014. No, it was not. Yeah, it was. No, it was not. I remember it specifically. All right. I remember Re- it specifically.
0: Okay, so I, I'm biased for Pennsylvania, and that's... Why I have PSU number two. And PSU fans are, like, coming up. I, You know, when you when – you, this will probably get me in trouble on the PSU boards, too, saying, saying PSU fans, right, when it's really 50 people yeah, out of, of 20,000. But they are looking for every reason why they should be number one over NC State. And I just don't see it, man, like not even at
1: all. No, it's really – there's no – it's not an argument that could be made.
0: Really We're just recruiting class rankings. NC State got two elite hammers in Hydley and Renan, and they got two other bona fide hammers in, in the the Bullards. In the Bullard brothers, and they got an incredibly high upside guy in Tariq Wilson. In my opinion, landslide, five starters there, minimum and p s u got two starters uh, you know they want to say, "Well we got number one, number two, and number five. Where does Mason fit in like you can you could have eight of the best one twenty five pounders in the country. only one of them count, guys. you don't get credit for
1: your bench points right now what I guess the contention they can make is we see every year that got the, the upper echelon talents are what win tournaments so that for NC state, this is a good dual boost, but Mark Hall and Nick Soriano are going to be out here winning titles and that that ultimately will produce more points than the combined and highly Buller Bullard, Wilson, Rogers, et cetera. Uh, yeah, very well, very well could. I, you,
0: let me ask you this, Christian. Do you think do you think that in like 6 years when we look back and we say how many points, how many NCAA points did this Penn State group earn throughout their 4 years at the NCAA tournament and how many NCAA points did the NC State group earn throughout their careers? Who do you think has more?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably NC State. But it could, it could be close.
0: It could be close, right? And Penn, the Penn State group could ultimately win out in that regard. Now, how many duels does it help you? I mean,
1: right, NC a State,
0: NC State's getting
1: half a lineup. Half They're a getting lineup. half a lineup, guys. Of quality. And some of I mean, you know who would have been in this others category um, a couple years ago? Probably someone like – like Tommy Gant and Max Roscoff and um well yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. like if you're yeah. writing up this recruiting rankings you have the the rank guys then you have the others who are the guys the lesser well that was that was i just read a comment that
0: said um well if manville has to sit and his value is diminished what about all these 25 pound they didn't they didn't i didn't factor them in anyway
1: yeah, they're not. In, they're not. A, Tommy Cox and Cody Russell are not a part of this equation. Right. They're just. They're just slight
0: bumps they, of they, the deck. They could help. It's not like they got. His, I gave NC State a huge bump because of them. Right. It's the. It's the. I big, mean, I didn't. NC State didn't get a huge bump for Chris Diaz, but he could certainly be a contributor. He could certainly end up having value. Right. But you, you take the five guys I, that I named versus the two guys for Penn State. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah. I... And I think it's justified. And, you know, when you do recruiting rankings, a lot of – the classes are different, right? Do you choose this – is, this is the key. Do you choose two studs or four really good guys? Do you choose one stud or that that's, could win national titles, projected, you know, a national finalist level kind of guy – or do you choose three good starters?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would. The, the, what's winning NCAA titles are, are the national title guys. Oh. A lot. You don't get to choose. You don't get to choose. Just choose Mark Hall. Okay, we'll take Mark Hall instead of Hayden Heidley and and Nick Arena. It's not. That's not really how it works either, right? Like you don't just get to choose those guys. They have to choose you. That changes it. Is that making sense? Yeah,
0: and and it's there. I mean, a component too is how well it works for the program, what's more important for the program. I mean, you can't you can't deny that NC State, the class is more important to their program than any other recruiting class. Yes. This class for NC State is more important to their program than any other recruiting class. I mean, they're they're here to stay for a while
1: with this class. Right. Right. You know what's crazy is like Mark Hall, I mean He's gonna start for four years. Don't don't get it twisted. But they could probably like, not even patchwork around Mark without having Mark. You know what I'm saying? Don't you right. think? If, Isn't if, that crazy? If, as good as Mark Hall is,
0: as good as Mark Hall is, if they didn't get him, they would still have been all right. They'd have been fine. No one's like, uh-oh, what's going on here? It would have been. I mean, in that regard, the way things worked out, in that regard, Suriano might be the
1: most important recruit in his class. I think he is, I think he unquestionably he was a must I mean think about it, he is the one guy that maybe not the one guy he is the best guy to come in and wrestle year one at a weight where you have to have somebody where you have to have a true freshman, yeah I mean they had they literally had to have Nick Suriano. Right? they had to have him they they couldn't they couldn't miss on him that's the crazy thing that's the crazy thing, and they got him so maybe the maybe he's he's the number 2 overall recruit it looks like but maybe the most important one to get um so and then uh you, you know and and like i said
0: the chemistry of classes are different the import to the teams are a little different um so and there's always that there's always that thing where um well if this guy doesn't pan out for them and and are 74th our number 74 recruit does pan out then our number five class could be better than the number four class or the number three class yes that's very well could be that very right. well could be okay so there's fine lines here and the number five class if you're feeling slighted that you've got the number 11 class and think hey we could be all the way up to number eight yeah you could be if things work out for you y- you could be but ultimately um, I think they're in the correct tiers, so to speak. hmm It's approximate. I think Lehigh could be ahead of Iowa, personally. I hey, Nebraska could be ahead of Iowa. Yeah, I... Nebraska could be ahead of Iowa. Uh, Chad Red, Bo Bresky, Eric Schultz. Schultz, he's gonna have a hard time starting. That's right. I and I originally, I originally had Nebraska three or four.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. and the, the problem is for Schultz, as high as I am on Schultz, and I wrote this in the article, as high as I am on Schultz, I was equally as high on Derek White when he came out. So, and he's yet to start. Uh, so if I'm going to say Mason Manville's value is uh, marginalized, then, then Schultz's value is marginalized too because he has a, a tough path. He would have to sit behind uh, Derek White for two years.
1: That's why I like the Lehigh class. I think they got three. I think Weiler at 36 could be much higher. I think he is stupid good. Well, he could be. Uh, And Jordan Wood as an elite heavyweight prospect? Holy
0: cow. There aren't many of those guys. So Lehigh got four recruits between 20 and 46. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, Karim's going to have a tough path to start. I don't think that's true. Well, then he's going to have to do something
1: size-wise. He, he can go 41. Um, he He's better than... I think he'll be better than Scotty Parker. In a year... Come on, man. Kar- Karam's going to start yeah. for four... Karam will start for four years, no problem. Okay, okay. Go- if
0: he starts for four years, then the value of their class goes up. But he's going
1: to start for four years. Come on, I can't believe you don't think he would. Mm, Come on. I don't know. Uh, Scotty Parker's pretty... Good. Karam's got the frame to go up.
0: If Okay. If he goes up to 41, then fine. Then the value of the class goes up. But he wrestled 126 this year. All right. All right. We'll see. I think he starts four years. I hope he does. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I, I think
1: I think Lehigh is a little bit. I feel like Iowa's getting Iowa, two well, starters. Here's the thing, too.
0: Okay. So, this is where I, initially I had Iowa back five or
1: six or something. Uh or, you have or Happel is a higher recruit than than Wyler. Wow. Well, hey, Wyler
0: missed the entire season with an Man, inch-
1: did You see that cat this fall though?
0: That's right. I saw him at Super 32. He looked amazing. He looked amazing. Man. And he's always been good. But he looked amazing there and then he misses an entire season. Um Yeah, he'll be back.
1: I guess you hit. So,
0: so, I would. Why I ended up bumping them up is that I think that Marinelli's surefire. I think that I think that at minimum he's a three-time All-American. I think at maximum he's a finalist a couple times, Uh, and I think Caleb Young. I yeah. think Caleb Young is gonna be darn good. I think he's gonna be a player in this whole thing, and he's, a he's got years. a nice
1: path to starting as well, right? I mean, if it, you know,
0: Alex Meyer's an All American, and I think that Caleb Young is gonna be better than Alex Meyer.
1: Yeah, and the timing and there works out well. Meyer's last year works Young out coming. perfectly, and
0: and Carter Happel, I'm not high on, but higher than Weiler. He comes in, he he can walk to a starting spot. They don't have anybody. Well,
1: Sorensen's only going to be a junior. Okay. So. When Sorensen's gone, who starts at 49? Yeah, but that's three years. That's fine. Fu- okay. Well, I mean, that's what you value it on, guys starting. I say Wood, Karam, Wyler, Jacobson, 12 years of, of starting. Who's keeping Jacobson out of the lineup? Who's keeping Weiler out of the lineup? Who's keeping, you know, you're you're bearish on Caram, I'm not. Jordan Woods going to be a, a four-year starter, stud at heavyweight, where we're seeing the the talent is is not really there. That's true. Uh, they also have
0: well, I mean, they also have a pretty good freshman in there. Who? Uh, Colucci.
1: Okay. Who's good? Yeah. So you betrayed Pennsylvania and Lehigh, your your native lands. Um,
0: Pennsylvania so, and Lehigh—they're two different places.
1: Pennsylvania and Lehigh. yeah Pennsylvania, just the entire state, and then more specifically your your homeland. I know Penn State should have been
0: higher. Lehigh should have been higher. Nebraska's probably mad at me.
1: Yeah,
0: higher. Purdue checked in at six. Let's talk about let's talk about some of the teams that kind of over. Performed on their recruiting trail, right? Like, you know, the Lehighs and the Iowas and the Penn States, right? They're going to okay. do well, right? But Purdue at number six mm. with Griffin Perriott and Sean Streck, I think they're stalwarts in their lineup for years. And I think you know they're they're all American type of guys. Griffin Perryot with a chance to be a real superstar. Iowa State, you know what? When I was doing this and I was researching, mm. a lot of a lot of people like. Man, Iowa State, man, they really fall off. Uh, they haven't been lower than 14th in the last four years, and I know that's not Iowa State. They've been 11th and 12th three of the last four years. It's just if they get some continuity there, um, they could be all right. And They got four really good recruits between the ranks of 23 and 67. Uh, I like what they did. Ohio State. And this is going off topic a little bit, but Ohio State. I had never ranked a Tom Ryan Buckeye class lower than ninth. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Okay, so Rutgers ninth. Um, some other some other teams that had Michigan State. I think brought in two studs. I Jake Tucker. Oh, you know when I tell so me about Drew, Jake Tucker. Drew Hughes number twelve. Yeah, I know overall him. right. Jake Tucker had eighty five and like. <laughs> When I'm doing these rankings, I'm like, okay, what's Jake Tucker ranked? 85? I'm like, 85? I had Jake Tucker that low? I think I screwed up on that one. I think Jake Tucker's better than 85. Um, and I also think, ultimately, Lucas Hall and Matt Santos and probably Austin Hiles end up starting. So I think they got two
1: studs and probably five starters out of this class. You also betrayed uh, Virginia here. You betrayed you them hard. Uh, A number 11 and number 16 is behind number 12 and 85, Willie. And also, there are others like Louis Hayes is a legit human being. Oh, Louis Hayes is going to start. A, what gi- way Is he going to start at uh, ever?
0: Well, wait, will he ever start at? I don't know. J J I L O is pretty good. What wait? Will Louis Hayes ever start? I don't at? know. I just said his name. He's a tough kid. That'll
1: be behind Jack. Mueller. Okay. What? Well, what? Well, new... Who cares? Who cares? Um, mean who cares? He's a he's a very ancillary part of the recruiting class. You brought him up. I, he's a bonus. I mean, just look at 11. Just say it out loud. Number 11, number 16. These are your rankings, Willie, not mine. I didn't say Mickey Phillippe was number 16. You did. I didn't say Jack Mueller was number 11. You did. And you put him behind Michigan State. So you're saying, here are my rankings, but I don't really agree with my rankings because Virginia's behind Michigan State. Unless you think these, this Hall, Santos, Hiles, May guy. I mean, just because it. What? Because they're going to start? Well, well, I worry about Phillippe. Okay, you put him at sixteen. Yeah, I know. You put him at
0: sixteen. There's, there's a double dose of worry there. One is, where's he gonna get in the lineup? He's at the same weight as Crevis. Crevis will go. They'll figure that out. Okay, then they figure it out. I,
1: I feel like you know UVA had a pretty rough year last year, right? Like talent's gonna get in the lineup there.
0: Okay. I worry about him academically, uh, and I said the same thing about Isaiah White. So I, I worry about Mickey, and I love Mickey Philippine. I love him, and he knows that, and the coaches know that, and I love him since he was a freshman in high school. But I worry about him transitioning to college. All right. I hope he does well. I hope he does well, too. All
1: right. It would make me very happy so to see him. You think – all right. All right, you betrayed Virginia as well, the Commonwealth. The Commonwealth here is – Shenandoah here. Valley.
0: Yeah. Is, is Charlottesville in the Shenandoah no, Valley? No, it's
1: just on the other side of the mountain. Okay. So, that's not quite valley. That's why I, I knocked them down a peg,
0: because they're not in the Shenandoah Valley.
1: They were.
0: Northern Iowa, 16. Illinois, 17. I like what they did in the lower weights there. Wisconsin, you might find it surprising that I named 18 based on a set of twins, but um, I don't know. I, I mean, 25 and 26 in the country, and I think... They pay dividends. And then Harvard and Stanford. Uh, <laughs> Princeton was upset with me. Princeton's very vocal. Princeton, up, <laughs> Princeton <laughs> wants Matt
1: Kalazic to count for four different recruiting years.
0: I think that's what their gripe is. Uh, How many times um,
1: is Matt Kalazic going to count for their recruiting class?
0: I don't know. Well, what else do they have? What else is there? I mean, they were like, you know, disappointing. We're not in the top 20. We certainly should have been in the top 20 Um well, I don't know why. I mean, the only way that you could be in the top twenty would be if you would count Kolodziej for this year, but Kolodziej counted it as last year. Otherwise, what were they, they last year? Fifteenth. So, so
1: they got their Kolodziej bump a year.
0: Right, they got their Kolodziej bump last year. This year, the their top recruits are Ty Gacy and Christian Aranio. Ty is ranked sixty-eight in the country. So, and, and how high can you be when your top recruits ranked sixty-eighth?
1: Um, not in the top twenty. Come yeah. on. They, they, they're looking for the loophole there.
0: Um, <laughs> they want to double count.
1: They want the double. They want the
0: double. Other um, other teams that I thought do, did a good job and, and, and I think you deserve a tip of the cap. They're not kind of top 20-ish, but they're going to really impact their program. Um, all of the service academy, Air Force, Army, Navy, each of them brought in no less than 14 recruits and, and really solid recruits, a lot of them. Um, Buffalo. I feel
1: like the. Let me just say, I think the academies are on the rise. All of them. Yeah, all of them. I think they all have
0: good coaching. They're getting in good recruits. They're elevating it, the co- competitiveness in the room, which helps.
1: And I think, man, just the quality of education you can get in the career opportunities with those schools. It's kind yeah. of, it's, it sets them apart. It does. There's a fine line there, though, right? Like, sure, it's not the military life is not for for
0: every kid. It but. doesn't. I mean, it's so demanding. But at the same time, if you can go there and be successful, you come out of it with the world in your pocket. Right. Um. Yeah, Lockhaven I thought had a good class. They were another one that were kind of disappointed. They weren't in the top 20, but they only had one. Oh, one, but
1: one, recruit. that's because you know why that is.
0: Why, they wanted transfers count? Yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't do that. Um. yeah should transfers count for recruiting class rankings you know what I used to do it I used to do that and then sometimes they would never pan out yeah I'm transferring to this and then I'm transferring to this school and then in September they were not at that school it happened so often that I I don't count transfers anymore yeah
1: yeah but you want to just put it out there just put it what? out there go ahead put it out there it's- Chance Marshall is gonna to go to Lock Haven. Okay, I... and they have Thomas Haynes. And Thomas Haynes. So, there. We just put that in the streets. Put that in the news. Might be wrong. Might be wrong. Don't <laughs> don't, don't think I'm gonna be wrong here. Don't think I'm no, gonna be I don't, wrong. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna be wrong either. But it's not. That's not.
0: It's not lock yet, right? Mm, it's coming. It's, sort it's sort coming. It's coming.
1: Yeah. So yeah, and they got a bunch of good recruit. Uh, Can you believe all the stuff we get out here? I know, it's like a, Why is this give, we did, I can't believe they haven't made us charge for this show. It's still free. Oh jeez. you believe it? Like well, everybody it, it won't be long. Uh
0: Utah Valley, I thought, brought in two good guys, Taylor Lamont and Durbin Lauren down at the bottom of the lineup. Really good um recruits there. Ryder brought in a good group. And I, I think I think had you just uh, asked yourself if you just ran through the list of teams that would be top twenty in your head, very uh, rudimentary, very, very, like a, a cursory glance. You would have thought that Virginia Tech would be in the top.
1: But you hate Virginia. Uh,
0: no. Uh, why should they be?
1: No, I'm not saying they should, but you do hate Virginia. That was I don't know. I hate Virginia. Yeah, it's yeah. It's
0: been proven on. that I come on very much on. appreciate Virginia Tech. And uh, Coach Dresser. But I Brent Moore and Jared Deegan I think are the difference makers in their in their uh, recruiting class and I don't I don't know if that warrants a top a top twenty spot.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. So those were the recruiting rankings. There they were. Uh tip of the cap. They were good. For all the the heck I may give you. Deep down inside, you do a very, very, very good job of these and um yeah, yeah, thank you i enjoyed them i enjoy them especially because i love college wrestling a whole heck of a lot um so that's that hey beat the streets lineups they're gonna be coming out today probably so stay tuned for those we've already yeah they're interesting we've seen them oh they're more they're good they're good willie i can't wait for them um but yeah they're not i don't know for whatever reason they're they want to wait to release them I'm not sure what the deal is there, but they're they're gonna hopefully be coming out soon. We're ready, just to click the go button so you guys can see them too. That's coming up really soon. Um, what else you want to do this last couple minutes? You want to tell a couple jokes? You, you got you got jokes? No, I got no jokes. My son likes to tell knock knock jokes now. Does but, he have any good ones? Um. Oh yeah. Okay, here's one. This is his favorite. He'll tell this 19 times in a row. Knock knock. Uh,
0: who's there? Hatch, who? God bless you. Oh, I saw
1: that coming. I got it. I got it halfway
0: through. Halfway through. That's his, That's his go to Christian, where are you this weekend?
1: I'm in. I'm here. Um, wait, is something going on this weekend? Oh, we no. might have a yard sale. If you want to drop by, you gonna have a yard sale? Yeah. Man. Is there anything good to purchase? Um, I'm yeah. Some some old uh, tapes, probably. No. We're... Why why are you why are you having a yard sale, Christian? Oh, I don't know. Just kind of trying to trim down the house. You not moving or anything? No, I mean, well,
0: we're selling the house. Yeah, selling so the house. Where you get? Well, if you're, are you gonna sell the house? You're gonna let you you live there in the house after you sell it? I uh, no, that's not how it works when you sell a house. So you sell a house. so that mean? So when I said, are you moving? The answer to that would have been yes. Yeah, we're moving. We're moving. Where are you moving, moving. moving
1: to? I don't know. Probably, probably to the burbs. Suburbs? You know, or? we we live we live in the mean streets of here in Stanton, So, we're uh. Population, what's the population where you live? Uh, population, I, I don't know. Couple, Four and a half? A couple grand. Not, Stanton's not that small. Stanton's not that small. I mean, it's... Are you moving to
0: the suburbs in Virginia or are you moving to the suburbs in, in Texas? TBD. TBD. TBD? Why are you
1: putting my business in the streets, though? I'm just asking you if you'd ever move here. I don't know. I'd never say never to anything. Never you know. 23,000... 23,000... Like the rest at like a 000... company. Christian Piles thinks
0: he's so special he can just not do what everybody else does.
1: Adam Finn doesn't live in Austin. I'm not the only one. Eh. Adam Finn's a G, just like me, in case y'all didn't know. Twenty-three thousand strong here in Stanton. A bustling right. metropolis.
0: Bustling. What's the what's the major what's the major industry there where you live? Industry well,
1: I don't uh Meth. Stop it! Oh, Why wow. would you say that? We don't have There's no meth problems where you live? No. Alright. <laughs> well,
0: not really. I mean, you know, meth is everywhere. Well, because you... Dude, if you, I... If you never heard Christian talk about this, look up... Look up on YouTube, look up street beefs. And you'll understand why I think there might be a chemical. That's Harrisonburg. That's...
1: There's a lot of chicken plants there. You know, that's that's all I'm gonna, that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna, all gonna right, say. All right, we'll run this back next
0: Tuesday. Yeah, a lot, a lot but stuff.
1: hey, we might... But for real, I am gonna be in in Austin next week. We're going to do one in the studio. First one ever in the studio. In the studio. That's going to be... Do- I hope we can do it. Yeah, we'll do it, right? We might fight. We might get into physical altercations. Physical altercations. That's, that's always on the table between Willie and I. Um, but yeah, so we, we got this... Uh, I'm playing the outro music, but feel free to fill anything else in there, Willie. We thank you guys, as always, for listening to Flow Wrestling Radio Live. We got a uh, plenty of content coming your way this week week this weekend and then we'll be coming at you again next week so uh, that's it hey if you haven't checked out the NC State Wolfpack series it's really good I've just watched episode three last night as you should have but if you haven't yet it's not too late they're gonna be on the site for the rest of time so watch them all enjoy them and uh, we will see you next time thanks a lot guys